Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very first episode of The Double Doink, a sports and wrestling podcast. Now, the reason we have it named as The Sports and Wrestling Podcast is because eventually we'll be including a little bit of sports, but that's when we have more of a build-up setup. Right now, we are in my co-host Dave's bedroom recording this first episode. Now, for those of you who might be wondering, what the hell is a double doink? Now, I will let Dave explain that because that fits more in with him. He was the one that actually created the name Double Doink. So I will hand that over to him so he can explain. NFC Wildcard, Eagles Bears. Unfortunately, as a Bears fan, the Double Doink breaks my heart. Good old Cody Parkey decides, oh, I'm going to hit the first one right through the uprights. Yeah, 43 yards and it's good. Good old Eagles decide to ice the kicker. Double Doink is when your favorite team has a kicker who decides, hey, let's hit it off the left upright and subsequently go right off the crossbar. Congratulations, Cody Parkey. Double Doink. So, if you cannot tell, he is a Chicago Bears fan. I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan, which makes it even funnier. Yes. Because... Him and I had this idea of making a podcast about wrestling pretty much shortly after we met, considering we talked about wrestling. We were like, this could be a podcast, and he had interest in doing one anyway, but didn't have the equipment. And then I come along, and I have it all. And then he finds out I'm an Eagles fan, and that's where the name comes from. Also, I've been also naming it the Double Doink because of a wrestler back in the 70s, 80s, 90s is named Doink the Clown. So kind of just fits in because it's a double doink. It's like a doink it off the post, and it's doink the clown, so it's the double doink, and we're a couple of doinks here doing a wrestling oh, yes, podcast. definitely a couple of doinks. So this podcast is going to pretty much include a weekly breakdown of what happened in the wacky world of wrestling, uh, breakdowns from Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, including uh, we're going to include AEW on TNT when that comes out. We're going to start doing weekly updates of that. And then we're going to also talk about a little bit of wrestling news that's going on in the business right now. And then we're also going to talk about some fantasy booking and ideas that we want um, for future WWE and uh, TNT and AEW and whatever. So, let us get started into this week's Raw recap. So, um, what did you think of Raw this week? Oh, great opening. Uh, I love the Sasha Banks promo. I, uh, I love the attitude she puts forward. I love the fact that she looks right down the camera and said, yes, I threw a fit. Yes, I was mad. Yes, I walked away. It, it's it's everything the boss was in NXT, finally on the main Yeah, roster. she's actually being her. When she came out with Team Bad, which was her, Tamina, and Naomi, she was kind of in the background. It was Naomi leading the charge. And then she got her, her face run, and she has been face ever since and then she comes back beats the hell out of natalia and becky and the boss is back which is absolutely phenomenal we've been needing a heel sasha forever no you haven't just needed a heel sasha you needed a heel female wrestler on the main roster i mean if you look at the main roster who are your heels sasha right now ronda was no ronda Ronda was, Ronda was, was a tweener she was a tweener. Ronda was Ronda Rousey. That's what. That's and, her character. Yeah. She was Ronda Rousey. So the problem with Ronda is when she was facing Becky, she was a heel. When she was facing um, Alexa Bliss, she was a face. face. So she's a tweener. Yeah. Um, Charlotte Flair, but that's like a stretch. Yeah. To call but her a, a heel. She's a she's working heel right now. But but she also has fate tendencies. Yeah, but she's like her father. Exactly. 
her father she, her yes. father entire his entire career yeah heel 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 but when you need him to be a face he can turn it on he can, he can turn be a, a face. he can be a face yeah so essentially sasha banks is the only heel only true heel right now oh uh, alexa bliss alexa bliss is loved by the fan base but she is a heel okay Okay, yes. But and that, Nikki Cross in tow, but that's I love th- Nikki that's, Cross. But, but that's by association. That's by association, that's, yeah. That's strictly by association. Nikki Cross is completely a face. Which when we f- get on in this recap, I hated that match. Bailey Nikki Cross. Hated it. It's so stupid. <laughs> it you, wasn't good. You, no, it was not that it wasn't a good match. It was actually a lot cleaner than the one they did several weeks back. It was a clean match. The thing is, is why are you burying someone carrying a belt? Why are you burying Nikki Cross who has one of the women's tag team belts? Why don't you why don't you use the talent you have? Where's Naomi? Why aren't you burying her? Why don't you have Sarah Logan doing some matches? Why don't you have... Yeah, Sarah Logan, uh, Ruby Riot's out right now, Liv Morgan's on SmackDown, but Sarah Logan is sitting in the back doing nothing, yeah. eating catering. Yeah. She needs exposure because how else is she going to get build a name if she's being left in the background? She's been left in the background since she's come up to the main roster. She's had a couple of spot moments in the Rumble where she was really, really good, mm-hmm. but they let anybody shine in the Rumble. Yeah. They've let NXT guys, but be it the NXT guys that have come up in the le- in the past few years, uh, Adam Cole, uh, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, these guys that have competed in the Rumble, are stars in their own right. Oh yeah. But let people that don't normally shine have really good bouts in the Rumble, but then eventually lose it to the bigger name. Yeah. But give them an actual push; they deserve it. Well, Sarah Logan is a phenomenal worker. Yes. It's, oh, without but a they question. They don't give her a chance. No, they don't. They just fall into a formula. They fall into a formula, and again, it goes back. They're finally breaking that formula. They're finally going to be breaking it by allowing us to have what we want from Sasha Banks. You know, yes. you're going to get the heel Sasha Banks. You're going to get the the boss who just comes in and hits people stiff. I mean, those chair shots to Becky Lynch last week were stiff, stiff, stiff. If, if, it, wa- if it was rated TV 14... Like it should be, well, when AEW comes on, they might push the uh, push the boundaries a little bit more to get more competition in that way. AEW is going to have to do a lot of work to compete right now, but they're still very, very, very solid. AEW is is able to attract an audience just solely based on the names who are associated with AEW. Yeah, and a lot of those names were built in. The New Japan ROH, New Japan ROH, even um, WWE Impact. Impact, the E, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're looking at someone like Pac. Everyone's talking about his match coming up. Jesus, you have you have the entire elite, yeah, minus Mar- Marty Scurll. Poor Marty Scurll. I feel bad for him. And then Jericho. Jericho's yeah. going. Jericho's going to win the belt. Yes, he will. I'm not trying to spoil anything at the end of this podcast, but he's going to win the belt. Yeah. You got to put the belt on him. Yes. You're not going to put it on Hangman. Come on. Well. No, not they're yet. not going to put it on Hangman, but Hangman's definitely going to hold that belt eventually. Yes. Hangman Page is phenomenal. Yeah, he well, is very, very underrated. He is, but y- y- your first champion can't be Hangman, Hangman Page. It has to be Chris Jericho. If it's going to be Hangman Page, it's going to be by interference by the elite. That's the only way that he could win it. But otherwise, it's going to be Chris Jericho. Okay. Without a doubt. So, back to Sasha. Um, You have her promo. She's staring down the camera. You know, yeah, I'm acting like a baby. Yeah, I left. Um, she didn't care about the tag team titles, which we all know is not true. We know she she wanted those belts, and that's why she threw the fit the way she did. Um, but then you have the run-in by uh, Natalia. Um, you know, kind of just payback, I guess, for last week with everything that happened backstage. 
and obviously it built towards a match that happened uh, later on in the night. Yeah, it did, it did end up happening later on in the night. I didn't actually catch that match. But um, continuing down, uh, I actually wrote up a few bullet points. I didn't actually write it in order, per se. I just kind of put it in order of importance, in my opinion. Um, number one, in the King of the Ring tournament, we are up to the quarterfinals this week, this coming week, um, because Ricochet and Baron Corbin have uh, moved on in the tournament. Perfect bracket. Whatever. Perfect so, bracket. It happened last week, but I had Kevin Owens winning the whole thing, and so did our buddy Matt, who will eventually be on the show when we have a full setup and whatever. And then he gets screwed up by Shane McMahon. Of course, I should have seen it coming in week one instead of week two, but whatever. Whatever. I don't care anymore. I quit. Well, yeah. My, both, both my finalists are still in. Good old Ricochet as the face on Raw, and good old Andrade. Andrade, yeah. Um... But yeah, I'm actually very happy with how the King of the Ring tournament is going so far. Oh yeah, Baron Corbin when he cut that promo with the crown on and the scepter, I was like, wow, that fits. It yeah. really fits. Yeah. It's how bad news Barrett should have been as King of the Ring. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, is he can't win it. I mean, he's already been General Manager Corbin and Constable Corbin. I mean, what are you, King Corbin? Come on, there are better. I mean. Ricochet is King Ricochet, Big Wolf, a, Co- Big Wolf Corbin. Yeah, I mean King Ricochet is King Ricochet on his Twitter yeah, handle. Yeah, he's, he's always Instagram. been considered King Ricochet when he had his phenomenal feuds with uh, Will Osprey. Yeah, he came out with the crown on. Oh yeah, so just bring that gimmick back and let him win it. But there's also King Andrade that could happen. No, Andrade's winning the tournament. He's been my pick the entire time. He's winning the tournament because... I would like to agree. I would really, really like to agree with you. The heels, only reason is is because... Well, yes, you were saying as heels won it. There hasn't been a face that's won a King of the Ring tournament since... Jerry? No, no, no. Um, the last, like, six kings have all been heels. I mean, if you go down the list, Bad News Barrett, Sheamus... Oh, I forgot King, Sheamus was King of the Ring. King Booker, you know, King Booker, yeah, gotta have him. He was a he was a heel. Um, I want to say the last face was was it Shamrock? So if you look over the last, let's just look over the last seven King of the Ring champions. Yeah, Bad News Barrett heel, Sheamus yeah. heel, yeah, William Regal heel, yeah, Booker T heel, yeah, Brock Lesnar heel, yeah, and then Edge. And Edge, I only consider a face because the year before Kurt Angle won it, and he was a heel. And Kurt Angle was his finals opponent the following year. Oh, yeah. I forgot they had it almost yearly. Yeah. Yeah. When, was, when did Bad News Barrett win it? He was won that like 14? 15. 15. So you had Bad News Barrett in 15, Sheamus in 2010. Didn't he win it after the whole Nexus thing? Because that was 2013. Yeah, it was after, yeah, that was after Nexus. And he beat Neville in the final. Oh, I love Neville. Oh, I know. Okay. Pock. Yes. All right. So you're going to have a heel champion. You're not going to have a face champion. Heels are better with the crown on. They cut better promos. The only thing that I keep hearing from everybody is Andrade doesn't talk. Okay? So you're going to talk. You're going to have the king and the queen. You're going to have the court. Come on. It's going to be awesome. And on top of it, you know, if they... Do you think... Could that lead to a Zelina in-ring singles debut against Charlotte? Because it'd be like Andrade and then Queen Zelina and then Charlotte 
sense is actually Andrade's other half. Well, she also considers herself the queen. The queen, yeah. So, so it could be like the real reason behind it is queen and queen, like who's the real queen of WWE. But then in the background, it could be like, oh, it's because uh, Zelina is trying to. If he wins it and Zelina tries to be more flirty and friendly with him, then it can really come into that way. Yeah, you can. I mean, I don't because they brought in the Becky Seth thing. Yeah, and I hate that. I hate. I hate love angles. I, I really do. I, that's why. That's why I like. Well, they started one with um, what's their face, uh, Daria and Mandy, um, Sonya and Mandy. Yeah, but they 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 kill Bosch that. They killed that real quick. Real quick. Just like, I mean, you know what? what not to go off topic, but backstage couples, you're never going to see Selena Vega and Alistair, Alistair Black, Black together on the screen. It's no. never going to happen. No. I mean, they do the whole thing with Johnny Gargano and you know his significant Candace, other, but yeah. that's because that's they're the power couple of nxt right now yeah and when I, they come to maine i don't think it's gonna I, happen don't put johnny on maine just leave him there just leave him there you think they're gonna keep they're John- gonna bury him on maine mcmahon buries small guys he does what happened to d brian no that was an uprising of the fan base basically saying Oh, you decide to put Rey Mysterio in the Royal Rumble and not Daniel Bryan, and then they boo Rey Mysterio. Vince McMahon got Rey Mysterio Jr. booed, booed. coming out at number 30 at the Royal Rumble. Only Vince McMahon could do that. Yeah, you're not wrong because Vince is Vince. Yes. He, if you're that's not, why he's the devil character in the Firefly Funhouse. Yes, and, and that's why you know you see him no matter all the controversy with some of his bigger wrestlers whether it be you know the fail wellness policies from someone like randy orton or the stuff that Lars sullivan says on reddit and twitter he's always going to back those big guys he is just he 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 wants a monster he doesn't want to have i i promise you it cut 15 years off of mcmahon's life to have ray mysterio win the world heavyweight championship when he did back yeah. in the day you know yeah. what i mean i mean yeah come on who did he even win? The- oh, he won it off of Brock and Kurt, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, two big guys. Yeah. The, the um, as everyone says, it was the gift because of the whole Eddie Guerrero sudden death thing, which we're not going to get into that. But, no, we're not. Um, back to the King of the Ring. I really like the way the tournament's gone. Like you said, Corbin put on, I, Corbin put on a, a great match. But Ricochet, since he's been on the main roster, it always seems like everybody he faces, you know, they keep him in a chokehold and they slow him down and all the stuff. That match was just fire the, the whole time. It yeah. was just go, go, go. Speaking of go, 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 there's a match that we're going to talk about a little later on. I don't know if you read through the full list, but there's a match that we're going to talk about a little bit later on that was absolutely phenomenal. But continuing on, uh, the tag team turmoil. You had some choice words about Yay. this before we started recording. Come on. Give me a break. You're going to do a tag team turmoil. And I have no problem with gauntlet matches. I love them. I think the gauntlet match that Ricochet did a few weeks back to become the number one contender for the United States Championship was awesome. I think the gauntlet match that Kofi Kingston did back when they were making that whole Kofi Mania thing right before. And then they had the tag team gauntlet match, which they actually called the tag team gauntlet match. Yes. When um, they screwed him out of the match. Yes, yes. And then the New Day came in and won it for him. Yes. And he won the match. Anyway. So... I have no problem doing gauntlet matches. What I have a problem is you buried your tag team division again. You buried it. And again, getting off topic with AEW, AEW is going to have an awesome tag team division. They are. 
You got the Young Bucks. You they got, got the Bucks. Don't they have LAX? No, yeah. LAX is with Impact, but LAX is going to compete in AEW. Yes. You got the Lucha Bros. Yep. I mean, just on those. The Briscoes, I guarantee, are going to show up. Yeah. Um, the Revival, they're out. They're going to be on AEW. You they, think the Revival are done? Oh, they're done. They're done. They're done. I, I, I personally think that. But not to get, again, getting off topic, you had last week Braun Strowman. And Seth Rollins, a team that's never worked together, that's in all kinds of turmoil because of this universal title, they beat the Good Brothers and won the Raw Tag Team Championship. And then you do a tag team turmoil match, and you have the Viking Raiders who have just been squashing everybody. And that's what they did to their first opponent. They opened up and they just squashed them. Didn't they... Who was it they started against? So the Raiders started against the B team. B team came That's out right. with a I love B team. They came they came out with a little bit of, you know, offense where they kept doing that B team, B team, go, go, go in the corner where they were they had I think Ivar out in the corner and they were just beating him up and then all so They had Roe. Raymond Roe. We'll we'll consider him Hanson and Roe because okay. that's who they are that's and it's are. easier to know. So they had him in the corner, they kept doing that B team, but as soon as he got out of the corner, tagged in, the match was over. It was a squash. Yeah. Then and then came out The Good Brothers. The Good Brothers, yeah. Double DQ? Yeah. Really? Double DQ? That's how you're gonna book you're gonna you're gonna book a team that's been squashing jobbers and then your last real raw tag team champions. Who who used to be jobbers that were squashed. Yeah. The Good Brothers were jobbers and then when they teamed back up with AJ against Ricochet, they brought themselves back to uh well, not the word usefulness, to uh relevancy. Yeah. And it's all because they signed new contracts and yeah. WWE wanted to give a push to the OC, the original, the only club. Come on. So, after that, double DQ. Glorious Bobby Roode. Robert Roode. He's going to be Bobby Roode to me for the rest of his life. <laughs> they, they made that name switch. You can't switch it back. And Dolph Ziggler as a tag team versus the Lucha House Party. Again, you want to talk about a tag team that's just getting buried? LHP. LHP are so good in the cruiserweight division. AEW bound. You think all three are going to go to AEW? As the LHP or as singles? I, I think Lance Dorado will be the first one over there. Um, I then yeah. think I then think uh, Grand Metalik, because all three of their contracts are up at the same time. Eight months, all their contracts are up. And Where is Sin Cara? Hurt? Still hurt, maybe? I don't know. Because I feel like if... Lindsay and um, Grand Metalik go. The only reason Kalista would say is if Sin Cara came back and reformed that team. Yeah, from NXT. Yes, but and put him back in NXT. See, that's what I that that's the that's the best move. Um, nothing against Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik, but they'd never utilize them properly. No. I mean, they were they were good in the in the Cruiserweight tournament. Yep, and then they were brought into. Uh, what do you want to call it? Into 205 and then just left in the shuffle. Yeah, and then the problem is is um, this talks that 205's pretty much going to get the kill bosh once everything moves to Fox. And Doesn't surprise me. So. I feel like the network is going to go by the wayside very soon. Oh, yeah. You're getting all the, you're getting all the um, cable money. Um, so you got Rude and Ziggler. They beat the Lucha House Party. Then, again, the Revival, a tag team that prides themselves on being an old-school tag team, being able to get somebody in a corner, wear them down, do everything right. Say, so you learn rude win. Oh, look at this. 
Ziggler and Rude beat Hawkins and Ryder, which everybody beat Hawkins and Ryder. I think you and I could beat Hawkins and Ryder. Then Ziggler and Rude beat Heavy Machinery. Again, another tag team. Oh God, Heavy Machinery. Another tag team that you, again, you're trying to build up this division. You had them going, what was it, six, eight weeks ago? They were going up against... Um, Heavy Machinery was facing uh, the, for the, the... For the SmackDown... For the tag, for the tag belts, yeah. SmackDown tag belts. Now all of a sudden they're being beaten Squashed by, by a, a team that a has team that no, thrown together. no business being together. So, congratulations. You buried your Raw Tag Team division. It's buried. You're going to have Ziggler and Rude facing Strowman and Rollins. Rollins at your pay-per-view for your Raw Tag Team titles. Considering that Rollins and Braun are going to be completely distracted with each other... Yes, Considering they're going to try not to tag the other one in and all that because they want to weaken him down for the final match. Yeah. Oh, and that promo that that Ziggler cut at the end about saying that they that they're going to be tired from their Universal Championship match and that the the, the tag team match is going to go on last in the night. Come on, come on. I know Ziggler thinks he's a superstar. Ziggler is phenomenal, but I will back up. There are two wrestlers that no matter what happens to them, I will always back up. And that is Dolph Ziggler and The Miz. Oh, The Miz! They awesome. are both phenomenal workers. They have been there for ages. Yeah, and they have never been given. Well, aside for a couple of world title reigns by Dolph, and one by The Miz, they have which not he been was given, overshadowed on that too. That whole they have not been thing. given anything. Yeah. No, I'm not saying again. Ziggler's a superstar. What I'm saying is. They are not going to put the Raw Tag Team match on after the Universal title. Unless they have the SmackDown WWE Championship match as the main event. No, it'll be the Universal title. It, when was the last time the, the WWE Championship overrode the Universal title? Oh, WrestleMania. I'll, I'll fill it in already. It opened with the yeah. Universal title. And, yeah. Well, that's because they opened with that match. Yeah. and If the Universal title doesn't open, it's going to close. Yeah. It has it, to there's close. no way about that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, just looking at my uh, looking at my notes really quickly here. Yeah, you buried the Raw Tag Division. Yes. It, the only way they're going to be able to do anything is the pay-per-view is what, in three weeks? Yeah. Okay. Take the belts off of Strowman and take the belts off of Rollins. And give them to who? A real tag team. Give them, give them back to the OC. Maybe do a... A four-way match, you know. I remember back in the day they used to actually build towards Ten, yeah towards these. Kinds they used of to actually have multiple month builds to a pay per view. Yeah, but that's when they only had four pay per views. Yeah, but you don't need to be putting a championship match on at every pay per view. Yeah, no, you don't. You can use some of these these pay per views and just put on some good, really good matches. Yeah, qualifying matches, do tournaments. I mean, we have the King of the Rings finally back after everybody's been crying for it because you have the Dusty Rhodes Classic down in NXT. You have, you know, uh, New Japan's uh, tournaments that they run. The G1. The G1. The G1's unbelievable. Do tournament- and they have BOSJ. They have the best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. So which th- is perfect for young guy, for small guys. Yeah. You're 205s. So, yeah, you got um, the G1, which is for the heavyweight guys, and the best of the Super Juniors for the young guys. And there are there sometimes are champions, but the champions never win in those in those things. I think the last time a champion won in any of those was Okada, I think, but I could be wrong. Which then Okada won the whole thing, but then went and challenged Kenny for the belt that he already had. Yeah, but that's because they wanted to put on Kenny uh, Kenny Okada three, which completely different topic was phenomenal. Yes, 
But anyway, continuing on. Seven stars, Dave. Oh, my God. Dude, those matches were absolutely phenomenal. I thought they were supposed to be five stars, Max. Before we continue, want to open, you want to close that window? Because we're getting crickets. No more, no more crickets. No more crickets. Yay. Um, so we already touched on Sasha and Natalia. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> I mean, Continuing on with another feud that has to do with Braun Strowman. AJ Styles in the OC, the original club. Too sweet. Too sweet. Sad, sad, sad boys. Um, Again, you want to talk about people... Burying... Burying. You're burying a U.S. championship. You're burying a tag team that just had... Just had your Raw championship. Who just beat the Revival to get that Raw championship. So, through... Pro, you know, through six degrees of separation, you bury the revival, you bury the OC, and you're burying you the know, United States United Championship, States which championship. is probably, if you if you really think about it, probably one of the most prestigious prestigious te- belts in the entire wrestling industry, let alone the WWE. Yeah, I mean the NWA had a U.S. Championship. Think of the names that carried that: Ric Flair, Holly Race, um, going into WCW, who had it. WWE's had it forever. I mean, come on. You can't be burying that champion. You can't be burying AJ Styles. Come on. Yeah, you can't. Because AJ, he's even said it himself, he has maybe two or three years left. Yeah, now. he wants to retire. So he's he's, he's ready done. to retire. He came into WWE he is the at Andrew like, Luck. 38. Yeah, he came in wicked late. But he built his name in Impact. And the funny thing he is... He built his is, name in Impact? The Independence before Impact... Then he went to Impact, built a name there, grew his hair long, went to New Japan, led the Bullet Club for a little while, was kicked out by Kenny, and then came to the E at the Rumble 2015 at number three. One of the biggest pops for the Royal Rumble ever. Yes. And that's when McMahon knew what he got. He knew right away as soon as that song hit and that crowd popped. He was like... So that's why AJ Styles has gotten left, right, and center. But all of a sudden... They're just burying his ass but this for is the, no reason. This is the first time that AJ's had a belt, and it, and the belt is actually lost value being on his waist. Yes. He so, had the U.S. championship before, so and it felt important. The last time that AJ had a really, really, really good feud with that U.S. title, you remember who he was facing? Who? Kevin Owens. Oh, my God. Yeah. You remember that feud? Yeah. Because I think before that was AJ versus Roman, mm-hmm. and then AJ picked that belt up, started feuding with Kevin. That was absolutely phenomenal. They put on barn burners. Oh, speaking of a barn burner, Cedric Alexander and Cesaro. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was a very good... That was such a good match. Oh, my God. Cesaro, most underrated guy in WWE. Currently, yes. By far. 100% By far. right now, yes. By far. He... Dude. He's... Aside from maybe a couple of the NXT UK guys? No, nope, nope. I put him up against... Put him in NXT UK. Let him go out there and tune up some fools. God. That guy does... Do you think he'll show up at Cardiff? Um, no. I don't. I don't. Um, maybe Sheamus does? That wouldn't be bad. Because hasn't Sheamus been on the shelf with an injury right now? Yeah. Um, he has, um, the same thing that ended Stone Cold's career. Spinal That's stenosis. That's right. Spinal stenosis. Yeah. So, he's got... Sh- he's been doing the, the Celtic Warrior workouts thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we all know that... Rest his soul, low and hot. 
you know, he shortened Stone Cold's career by 10 years with that sit-down, you know, tombstone pile drive that he did that basically paralyzed Stone Cold for the few seconds that he was just laying on the ring. Yeah. That shortened Stone Cold's career. Spinal stenosis is no joke. No, I mean, it's not. It's, it, uh, I know Paige has been more neck injuries, but she has... Tight, um, she has shrinking of the spine as well, narrowing of the spine. So yeah, it's no joke. So and she's gone o- under her second or third neck surgery recently. Yeah, so she spent her twenty eighth birthday in a neck brace. Yeah, so I, I I'd like to. I see, think it was her twenty eighth. I'd like to know. see uh, Sheamus maybe show up at Cardiff. I think I think he would be. But don't have him wrestle. No. Just have him come in, bro, kick somebody and leave. Yeah, that's it. That's all you got to do with him. Have him bro kick Volta. Have him cost him the title. Oh, and give it back to Tyler Bate? Yeah. Have Tyler... Wait, that would make there only three total NXT UK champions. Yeah, that's fine. I would like to... Sure. Okay. If, if that has to happen, yes. Because um, Otherwise, I, I want Walter to... We'll get to, we'll get to this. Yeah. We'll get to this. So, um, but yeah, just getting back to Cedric Alexander and Cesaro. I mean, dude, he hits those European uppercuts with such force. He used to have to hold those back, but now that Hamer's in charge, he just lets oh, yeah. him go with them. He just lets him go. The Alistair Black match a couple... Oh, my oh man. That pay-per-view match. Oh, my God. I'm, I, I could feel those yeah. through the screen. The, the the Black Mass he got hit with? It was... Knocked his mouthpiece right It was straight right on the jaw. Yeah. Knocked his mouthpiece. Clean out. Mouthpiece? Mouthpiece. Goodbye. Well, I mean, you gotta talk like Cesaro if you yeah. wanna, you know... Yeah, because he's got braces now. Yes. All right. So, we'll just read this off here because we don't need to even talk about it anymore. AJ reti- retained the U.S. title by disqualification because he toy-storied. Um, he went to attack Braun with a chair. Braun snagged it out of his hands. The ref turned around. He toy-storied. He Eddie Guerrero'd. Yep. I like to say he toy-storied because when he fell back, his leg was bent back, kind of like Woody in Toy Story. But, um, yeah. And then Braun stood tall at the end because the OC attacked him and he just laid him out of all, all out with chairs and then just... Yeah, Braun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've never put an important belt on him, but you're gonna bury everybody else. Yes, they the did. Belt. They put the greatest Royal Rumble belt on oh him. Oh my god, <laughs> that was there for Saudi doesn't exist. All of about a week. I'm sorry, Saudi Arabia doesn't exist. They gotta stop that. Saudi Arabia exists. Saudi Arabia wrestling doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. <laughs> it just doesn't. I mean, no. let's not kill any fans now. Yeah, come on. We could have Middle Eastern fans, so well, let's. let's... I, I, I'd like to visit your country. How's that? But I'm sorry, the wrestling. The things that they're doing over there, unless they're gonna put them in in story, it's tough. You had them win a, you had them win that Greatest Royal Rumble, and then you did nothing with it. I mean, that that that's disgusting. I'm sorry. And then you had the he should have won like a title shot or something with that. And exactly. They didn't give anything. No, they didn't do anything with it. That's why. That's why it kind of, not to say it doesn't. I, let me correct myself. It's not that it doesn't exist. It's just it's it. It it's sucks. mediocre. It sucks it's, to know that you, you, you do these things, and then all of a sudden they don't hold any value when they come back stateside, or they do a European tour or something like that. It just, it sucks. Yeah. So, moving on from Raw into SmackDown, I have a few notes here. Randy and Kofi brawl because Randy brings up Kofi's family. Doesn't it remind you of Randy Triple H? Yeah. Because when Randy kissed Steph Steph, and Triple Triple H, H, uh, not Jack Hammers, uh, Sledge Hammers' door in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But. It wasn't aiming around at that time? I think so. Okay. Um, what was a better feud in your opinion? 2009 Randy Kofi or 2019 Randy Kofi? 2019. Yeah, definitely 2019. better. I like the stuff because, that they did in 2009, but... But do you, do you see it's... it's Kofi this time 
instead of being alone, because it was Kofi versus Randy, DiBiase, and Rhodes, but this time it's Randy, Dawson, and Dash against Kofi, Biggie, and Woods. So now Kofi has a little bit of a backup. So that's why they have him as the champ this time instead of Randy. Yes. I just... I think you're able to build off of what they did. You, some people say stupid. the sequel. Stupid. Some people say a sequel can never be better. Um, this happened. It, it's happening right now. Well, Empire Strikes Back. But when you look at uh, when you look at what they're doing now, they're able to build off of all the things that have happened, and they're doing it. If there's one thing that you can give Bischoff credit for, if he's doing anything right now in SmackDown, I don't know. I haven't been really following. If backstage. he's actually doing anything backstage or not. But he has always, always, always been able to cut a great video package. Think of those NWO packages they did back oh, yeah. in the day. Oh, yeah. So the way that they edited that video package before the last pay-per-view where you got Randy Orton calling Kofi Kingston stupid. And it just looks like he's just trying to call him stupid when we all know that Kofi botched a move and Randy Orton got pissed in the ring and was just calling him stupid loud enough so this way everyone could hear him. It's just, it's great to see how they've edited the packages to make Randy actually just think that Kofi isn't worth the belt. I, I love that. Yeah, I, and, I, really, I really agree with what you're saying here because when Kofi and that feud started back in 2009... Kofi was brand new. He came in in like 2006, 2007 to ECW. Yes. When ECW was the Blade brand, because that's what their logo was. It yep. was the Blade. Yeah. Um, One night stand. And then he actually botched the move, but now he's so much better. He's so much more polished in the ring. So they're kind of using it as in like, you are stupid for thinking that you actually deserve that belt. That you're on my level. Yes. Because, I mean, spoiler alert, Randy Orton should have the title. He should win the title. He should have won the title at the last pay per view. I think he's gonna win it at. Uh, he should win it. Clash of Champions. He should win it at Clash of Champions. He should. He should have the belt because, um, these title reigns by both. Well, Rollins is back with this title reign, but the 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 title reign after WrestleMania until he lost it to Lesnar, and subsequently Kofi's title reign since WrestleMania. I think they've been lackluster. I feel like the reason that Seth's title run after Mania was lackluster. Baron Corbin, the way they booked that was bad. I was going to say that, or I was going to say it's because it was overshadowed by the whole Becky and Seth thing. Yeah, again, and they, up they put her in that, bad, that bad booking, when if they just kept him singles and gave him a really decent Baron Corbin feud, then it wouldn't have been as bad. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, so I um, the only thing I'm praying is that they don't do with this feud right now with Kofi and Randy Orton, what they did with Triple H and Randy Orton, which is put a stupid stipulation on a blow-off match where one person can't get disqualified or they lose the match and the title and stuff like that. No, they need to get them... They need to get all that angst and anger out. They need to actually... No DQ match. Ladder match. Street fight. Something that really shows a blow-off. And... Have Randy Orton hit hit that RKO out of nowhere and win the match. I I can understand. I can see why they did the double countout thing at the last pay per view. As much as I hated it, he hit that RKO out of nowhere, and you didn't 
you didn't necessarily want Kofi kicking out of that because I don't think anybody's ever kicked out of an RKO. If you really go back to it, I don't think anybody's ever kicked out of an RKO. No, I don't think so. So even if Cena may have, no, I don't, I don't think, think Cena did. kicked out of an RKO. I don't even think. I don't think um, Randy's ever hit a clean RKO on Cena. You know, as a finishing move, I think maybe in promos and stuff like that. But I don't think Cena's yeah. ever, been, ever been laid out by an RKO. Um, we'll fact check that. But the um, the fact that he hit that RKO and they didn't want him Kofi to kick out of an RKO. And they did this double count-out thing where he was teasing his family with Kofi Kingston on the outside. I mean, that's the only thing that's plausible to the double count-out. But outside of that, he needs to hit an RKO out of nowhere. He needs to take the belt off of Kofi Kingston. And that's how they need to... They need to do something. And they also, with this, they need to not include the New Day or the Revival. Somehow keep them all out of the entire match. Just have it be one-on-one yeah. match with these two. Hell in a Cell. Put him in Hell in a Cell. That's the next pay per view after. That's after. So, Clash of do we have Kofi retain at Clash of Champions for no, some reason? No, you can't because if you have, if you have, um, or do you have? Have it as this way: Randy wins the belt because of the revival, doing something, distracting Kofi. RK would have nowhere. He wins the belt, and then they have their blowout the match in Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell where Randy retains. Yeah, Randy has to. Uh, Randy, Randy has Kofi, to hold it I love Kofi Rumble. to death. He's such a great wrestler. He can't have that belt again. He's a better chaser. He's a much better chaser than a champion. Yeah, but it's not to say that he's never going to have the championship again. Just hold off for a bit. So let's move on to um, Ali Gable, both advancing in the King of the Ring tournament. Yeah. Okay. Um, I could see both of these happening. Um. Ali or Murphy could have gone either way. Yeah. They're not going to make it to the final no matter what. No. They're probably going to go out in the quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was such a good, good match. Yes. And then Gable and ben- Benjamin, I knew Gable was going to win that. I don't. I know Benjamin's not being booked as well as he should. No, he he's, he's not being booked right at all. I mean, they had him doing that whole staring contest thing that he was doing a couple of weeks ago. But, I mean, if we look over the... Uh, if we look over the bracket real quick, this man wrote notes. I'm, I'm diligent, my friend. So now in the quarterfinals, you're gonna have Samoa Joe and Ricochet. You know, Cedric, Cedric Alexander versus Baron Corbin. Corbin. And then you're gonna have Elias versus Ali. And Elias. Gable versus Andrade. Andrade. Okay. So. And it's gonna be Ricochet, Andrade in the final. It's gonna have to be. Oh yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have Ricochet versus Corbin because um to go back to the Alexander match, Alexander was having the whole knee injury thing. Yeah, I, I wrote that down. I was gonna men- mention that. So you're gonna have you're gonna have Ricochet and you're gonna have Corbin go over Alexander, and then you're gonna have Elias go over Ali again, Shane McMahon antics. Yep. And you're gonna have Elias versus Andrade, which is weird because you're gonna have heel heel, but I think um. Vega's going to have something to do with that. Yeah, Vega Vega helped Andrade advance already once. She's going to have something to help him advance, continue to advance, and yeah. going to help him win the crown, like I said earlier. But um, what do you think about a title opportunity for the winner of the King of the Ring? That's how it should be. They win the King of the Ring, and then they can hold on to being the King whomever, so King Andrade, King Ricochet, whomever. And then for that title shot, they have to turn in their kingship. 
as almost like a money in the bank kind of style thing. Okay. Nope. Or keep it the way they... Keep it... Keep them with the crown. I, I like it. They get to choose whichever championship they want. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the main belt. No. It can be for the IC or the US. Yeah. You could have someone like Andrade being King Andrade and he's the US champion at the same time. I mean, currently, if you really think about it, the two sub belts are both on the Intercontinental and the US Championship are both on heels, and you have the other two belts are both on faces. Yep. Just have every, have every belt be on a heel right now. Just do that. Heels are better. But Braun is a face. So does that mean Rollins he, retains? He's, on, he's only a face right now. He's going to turn heel in that tag match. Yep. And then he's going to. Yeah, okay. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. So speaking of um, how Randy was calling out, you're stupid, stupid, when uh, Kofi botched it, did you hear during the uh, SmackDown match between uh, Lacey and Bailey that Bailey called out a spot right in front of the entire crowd and it automa- audibly was heard? Uh, that's been a problem with Lacey Evans ever since she came to the main roster. I mean, even Becky Lynch was doing it during their matches. I mean,. I mean, Lacey isn't as clean as she should be to be on main. No, she should still be in NXT, but... She McMahon, was called up way too early. McMahon wants his blondes. Exactly. He, it, it, 100%, because Lacey and Charlotte are in the forefront of SmackDown right now. And Alexa is the tag champ. And, well, Becky's Becky. But that's just because Becky's Becky. That's because Becky got over with the crowd. True. You're not wrong. Yeah, very true. Bloody face. Yeah. Whole Stone Cold Steve Austin thing. I mean, she got over with the crowd. Yeah. That's, had, that's the definite thing with her is she got over, which is what saved it for her. What saved Daniel Bryan. Uh-huh. I mean, when McMahon doesn't peg you and the crowd does, you know, McMahon eventually gets one over. It, it, it is what it is. People like to say that McMahon doesn't listen to the crowd, but he does. He does. He does. He does because otherwise Daniel Bryan would signs. never have been. What? Dollar signs. Yeah. Otherwise, Daniel Bryan would never have been the champion. Yeah. Becky Lynch would never have been double champion. Yep. And Becky Lynch would never have gone over Ronda Rousey clean. No, she wouldn't have. Because Ronda Rousey has dollar signs, but because Becky brought more dollar signs to his eyes, she went over clean. Well, also, everyone knew Ronda's last match was at WrestleMania. Because Ronda's screwy, and Ronda can go away. Oh. For good. No, she'll be back. She's on Total Divas. Yeah, she'll be back. She'll be back. But, so, yeah, the Bailey, um, Bailey Lacey Evans match, I mean, nothing... It was what it was. Yeah, and, and nothing's really been making sense for Bailey anyway. I mean, you had the promo in the back with her and, uh, Ember Moon, and you had the match on Raw, again, buried another, burying another championship. Yeah, exactly. So, it just, right now nothing seems to be making sense with Bailey. I mean, she's a good champion. I think, I think she should really hold that belt. I, I think it gives them a reason to kind of put her on TV because when she doesn't have a belt just like a lot she's, of the other she's just lost in the shuffle otherwise. yeah exactly so um the whole Charlotte thing you know just don't don't put the belt back on Charlotte don't let her have the belt right now not right now no but eventually yes yeah get the belt back on her eventually but not right now you need to you need to build to a uh, a hugger versus boss match at Survivor Series yeah you need to have that as a uh as the champion versus champion match. Yeah, you need to take the belt off Becky. I think maybe give her a little bit of a break. When when SummerSlam gets a little bit closer, we'll we'll Survivor do a series. segment on a uh, Survivor Series uh, 
predictions. Yeah. And figure out uh, who's going to be against who. Yeah. And are they going to do the thing that they've done both years where they had a champion lose on the weekly shows before Survivor Series to change the match? Yes. Like they did they've done last it both year. years. Two years in a row, right? They did it with uh, Jinder Mahal and AJ Styles. And then they yeah, did it Yeah, because with it was AJ versus Brock. Brock. And then they did it last year with AJ and Daniel Bryan when Daniel Bryan turned heel. Yes. And Daniel Bryan faced Brock. Brock. Because Brock held that belt for every single Survivor Series. Do you think he's going to hold over this one? Probably. No. Braun. Strowman. Okay. Okay. He wants a monster in that match. He wants to have a monster. monster. He wants a monster. Monster versus a little guy. Versus a little guy. So, you're either A, unless he considers Randy Orton a monster, and with the PD violations he's had in the past, sure, why not? But, (laughs) um, I think you're going to have to have you're gonna have to have a monster versus a smaller guy. You're gonna have to have Strowman versus Orton, which is gonna be a boring match. It's just that's just gonna be boring compared to the yeah. last couple of ones. It's gonna be boring. Yeah. So, and and to think about that, last time there was like a major monster battle for a title. I know this one's not for the title. Was um Strowman, Joe, Ran, uh, Roman, Braun, or Brock. The best part of that match was Samoa Joe. So put the belt on Samoa Joe. He should have had belts years ago. He should have had a belt. He should have had a belt the fir- within the first six months of coming into this. Yeah. Into the main. But it's it's a TNA guy. It's a TNA guy. That's why. Yeah, look at Rude. Yep. Well, I mean, AJ. AJ is a TNA guy, but he went to NGP, uh, NJPW first. Yeah, but... Think of the reactions. So when Joe came up to the main roster, what was his reaction? It was pop. It was a pop, right? Same thing with Robert Roode. His was a pop. You know, he does his whole glorious thing. When AJ Styles came out at the Royal Rumble, that exploded. That place came unhinged. Nobody thought he would ever come back to the WWE. And I say back because when he was a developmental talent, he spent some time in the WWE. No, he actually had, I think. A match where he was squashed against somebody. Yeah, no. You want to know who else was? I don't know if you know this. Nick Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Nick Jackson was squashed by somebody. Yeah. It's it, But it's crazy. It's like McMahon heard that pop and knew, I got to get a belt on that guy as soon as possible. Yeah. So that's just, that's realistically just what it is. Joe and Rude, as great as they've been in ROH, in Impact, in TNA, Wherever they've been, McMahon didn't hear that instantaneous. You know what I mean? The crowd didn't go nuts the second they saw him. You know? Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Continuing on, Drake Maverick wins the 24/7 championship. I don't remember. Is it you or Matt that hates the 24/7 championship? No, I love it. Okay, so I you're the one it. that loves it. Matt, he, need, he needs Matt to consummate that marriage, my friend. Yes, he, he needs does. to consummate yes, that does. marriage. And he's gonna go for it, and someone's gonna come out uh, and pin him. She's gonna she pin, him. pin him. <laughs> Yes, and then um, Maria Canellis and her have a feud for the belt. Well, what's happened to Maria and Mike? <coughs> That's another thing I have uh, to mention on later. So, That's something we'll get but, to later. Well, I think if you put the belt on her, maybe then you can start getting the whole thing with... Um, yeah, because apparently she's officially signed and part of the roster now. Yeah, but you can get um, Carmella. Maybe finally put the belt on Carmella. Yeah. I mean, she's been helping our truth for how long keep that belt? 
And then all of a sudden, she just disappeared recently off of TV. I haven't really seen her too much. And they did the whole Fox Sports thing on Monday Night Raw yeah. with all the roll-ups and stuff like that. And the Fox yeah. Sports anchor won it. But, um, no, I, keep doing what you're doing with that. I, I, I love that championship. It's basically a watered-down, hardcore championship. You know, when you had Crash Holly getting pinned in airports and hotel rooms yeah. and stuff like that. And Mick Foley was pinned underneath a forklift. Yeah. So, I mean, you... Or no, Rock was pinned under a forklift by McFoley. Yeah. I think. So, I'm just going to go off in a tangent. I am much younger than Dave. <laughs> I am much, much younger than him. I am at least 15 years younger than him. So, he has a lot more of that generation, like Knowledge. Attitude Era and all that such, where I have a lot more of, like, the independence. Yes. And that's where I really got to really loving wrestling the last few years. Because I've been to multiple Beyond Wrestling shows. I've been to multiple WWR shows. XF, uh, not XFL. XWA. XFL. Evolve. Evolve's awesome. Evolve is very, very good. All right. Uh, continuing on. Roman Reigns revealed who was his official attacker. Which it was just who we thought. Or actually, not who I thought. I thought it was going to be uh, Luke Harper. But it is Eric Rowan. And Rowan went and uh, was slapped by Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan rushed himself out, got into the ring, trying to apologize and just get speared right through his gut. I love this angle. I love it's it. Very, very good. It's very good. It's very good. It's very... um. So does I, that does that set up a Daniel Roman feud? Or yeah. does that set up a Roman... No, no. Rowan, Rowan feud. Roman's going to go through Eric Rowan. Because just so you know, they officially changed his name on the WWE... Back to Eric Rowan? Back to Eric Rowan. Good. So, gonna go, he's going to go right through Eric Rowan. He's going to... Let it be a squash match. Who really cares? You know Roman I mean? squashing Rowan? Yeah, definitely. Okay. You have to set up Roman Reigns Brian versus, versus Roman. Uh. That's just... That is just a match. Now, the problem is with that, you got to remember, the crowd still isn't 100% behind Roman Reigns. They're getting there. They're getting there. But you know Daniel Bryan is the crowd's hero, man. Even though, even though he's a heel right even now, even though he's, he's a still, heel, people still chant that. They still do that yes chant every time he does those kicks. Yeah, every time. Even though Michael Cole does his whole no lock and stuff, like people still know it's the yes lock. I mean, oh, no, he calls it. Uh, I think isn't not the Kamora lock. Is it the Kamora lock? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But yeah, you need to build towards that champ. You need to build towards that rivalry. Those guys don't need a belt around them to make themselves. Um, Make themselves important. They they can just have a good rivalry, period. Yeah. That's that's all you need. Alright. So do you want to talk about that hardcore championship? Because I see he's looking up on his laptop stuff about the hardcore championship. Or do you want to continue on at NXT? No, no, no. Let's go to NXT. Alright, so let's move on to NXT. So our top list item, I'm gonna wait because that happened at the very end of the show. I don't know if you watched NXT. I caught the highlights. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, it was already spoiled for me by somebody down in uh, Florida, so I kind of already knew what was going to be happening, which pissed me off. Okay. Starting off the show was Io Shirai. Bro, Io Shirai is absolutely Fire. phenomenal. Fire. You want, again, you want to go back to heels? Female heels? Io Shirai, Io Shirai is absolutely phenomenal. Io Shirai. NXT has pumped out some of the best female heels in the WWE currently. Okay. Io Shirai... Shayna Baszler and the rest of them. Yep. Um, you had Sasha Banks come out. Sasha as a heel. came out. Uh, um, Alexa Bliss. State. Alexa was a heel, or she was like. No, she was a heel. She was a heel she when was, she was with a uh, Buddy TM61. Murphy. Yeah. Was it TM61? No, it was uh, Buddy Murphy and um, Shane Thorne. 
No, 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 no. no. Uh, Murphy and I don't remember who it was. Hold on, let's see if I can look this up. He's part of the uh, Forgotten Sons. Buddy Murphy and. Sorry, my old age, my brain's not working the way it used to. Buddy Murphy and Blake. Wesley Blake. Yes. Murphy right. and Wesley. Uh, Blake and Murphy. Blake that and Murphy. Blake and Murphy. Was. Yep. And then you had Alexa Bliss. So again, another really good female heel. Yeah. Um. So but Io Shirai, dude. All right. We didn't talk in this format about the NXT TakeOver event before SummerSlam. But TakeOver Toronto. Yes. Two. Yes. Two or three. TakeOver two. Toronto two. Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae was the best match on that card. Y- yes, it was. By best, what I mean is littlest amount of rest. expectation, rest. That that sh- that match was just go, go, go. Especially for someone like Candice LeRae who doesn't get a lot of TV time from NXT. Like you were saying with the Ricochet match where it was very little rest. Yeah. That match was very, very little rest. Yes. It was continuous action. I thought that match was like 20-something minutes long, and it was like 12. Yes. And it just... It showed everything that Candice LeRae could do, and it put Io Shirai over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, she's awesome as a heel. So, Io, I think they're giving her... You know how Shinsuke has this, like, artist gimmick, and he's, like, in his head, and he's always, like, wily? They give her the same thing, but as a heel. Yeah. Where she's, like, wily, uncontrollable, almost like a Nikki Cross gimmick, but foreign for that reason. I know Nikki Cross is foreign, but, like... Eastern. Cr- Eastern, yes. Yeah. I just think, um, I don't think she's, I think what they need to do is just continue to build that aura that surrounds her and how dark she is. Yes. She's, she's a very dark character. Yes. She's, not, she's refusing to speak the English language again. She's going back to her, to her native language and she's just, she, she's dark and just go with it and and she doesn't care how much she hurts somebody in the ring she no is, she'll just beat the hell out of you for no reason yes in in the match i don't even uh cammy fields yes nxt developmental talent gonna be good i can tell she's gonna be really good just gotta develop her quite a bit did her uh off the top rope uh springboard yeah whatever she does pin one two pulls her up then puts her in a submission yep. to tap her out. Yeah. And then continues to attack after the match. Yeah. And then comes down Candace. Now, she's doing the um she's doing the I don't need no friends thing, right? Yes. Okay. Do you bring Kyrie Sane back to NXT? No. No, you don't. Okay. I'm just just if throwing you it do, out there. it's to feud Kyrie versus Io. That no, that that's what I'm saying. Yes. Not as a friend, but as a feud. No, that like Kyrie has to come back down and basically put EO in her. I don't think I don't think there's another talent on the women's side on NXT that can Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae, they're going to have a 1 2 3 mat uh, 1 2 3 feud so kind of like, like Johnny Cole and Cole. And it's going to be um so EO went over the first match. Okay. Candice is going to go over the second. Okay. And then they're going to have some crazy match for the third whether it's a steel cage or whatever. Okay. And then something's going to happen and EO's going to go over. Okay. That's going to end Candice in NXT. She's going to go to Maine. Okay. And then I'd say 
if the Kabuki Warriors aren't doing much, they're not doing anything. Split them up. Have Oscar go back on a heel Oscar run. Oscar run and bring Kyrie back down to NXT to put EO finally in her place. Turn EO face again. Bring them up as a tag team as the uh, Kabuki Warriors. No, as like two point the, the Space Pirates. Okay. No, and I, I I just want to say I don't feel we keep saying down to NXT. It's not. No, it's, it's not. They're it's, they're making NXT a third brand. Yeah, that they're bringing it to TV. To TV, which two hours of NXT. That's gonna be phenomenal. But they they're gonna run out of stuff to do. The, yeah, they're the, gonna have to extend the NXT matches. Or maybe you bring some talent to NXT, like what you've done with Apollo. Bring the two hundred five live. Bring bring some, some of, of the, the two hundred five guys. Yeah, I mean, you took um only Larkin and you put him on two hundred five. Yeah, and he hasn't been to NXT since then. Yeah, so you know, do something with Larkin and Birch. Bring them back. Yeah, to NXT and make put them in the tag division. Bring other guys like Apollo Cruz. You brought him back to NXT. You already brought Breeze and Dango down. They're down. They're not there. down, but back over. Yeah. To we keep saying down. We keep we can say down because it's like down to Florida. But correct. Yeah, you're coming from Connecticut to Florida. Yeah. So but anyways. Bring bring some of that talent to NXT that was there previously. Guys who aren't doing anything on the main roster. Yeah. Guys guys and girls who are just kinda of, how awesome I mean how awesome would it be to have the Viking Raiders back in NXT. Change their names back to The Experience. No. Come on, Viking experience was no, awesome. No, it wasn't. It was okay. absolutely atrocious. Yes. No, I keep the Viking Raiders. It's fine. I they want to get rid of they want to get away from the whole war thing. And I understand that. And you know, you, you don't have war to, games. You don't have you don't have the crowds chanting it anymore, which is nice. Like the crowds are completely forgotten about it. The crowds don't chant it because you gotta remember they're not on TV enough and NXT's a whole different world. When yeah. you're at full sale, it's a very tight Considering community. Considering when you're in a big stadium or arena, you got like fifteen, twenty thousand people. In full sale, yeah. you have maybe nine hundred to a thousand. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't it like capacity is like eleven hundred people or something? Like yeah, that. it is. It Super has that um, independent show feel to it because we'll get to it later. The street profits will yeah. run in through the crowd. Yeah, and it doesn't take them forever to get through the crowd. Well, NXT twenty five man. Yes. They went through the crowd. I was there in Connecticut. They went through the crowd. They were doing the whole Red Cup thing with everybody in the crowd before the match, after the match. It was yeah. just... You can't do that at a WrestleMania with 85,000 people. It, it, it doesn't work. They tried to do it, and I think it was 31 when they had the shield come out through the crowd. But it took them forever to get... It took them at least three minutes to get down to the ring. Well, it's nothing like a Triple H intro. Mm, yeah. Triple H takes 20 minutes. 25 minutes. Yeah. The Terminator intro. The Mad Max intro this year. Yeah. Come on. Ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, EO's awesome. EO's awesome as a heel. I just, I feel like you need to move, over the next couple of weeks, you need to maybe move someone like Kyrie Zane back to the NXT brand and get, maybe not have Candice do a, a Maybe just have two matches with Candice LeRae. Have her lose both mo- both matches. So this way that you can just get right into Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai. Yeah, okay. Candice doesn't need to go over. No, she really she doesn't. doesn't. Candice is already way over with the crowd. Yeah, but again, it's a full-sale crowd. We're not talking about yes. bigger crowds. But you, 
have EO do what she's doing. Just wreck and chop. You don't need to put the belt on her. Put yeah. the belt on Rhea Ripley. We'll get to that. Put the belt on her. We'll get to that. All right. So next in that show, they had a Pete Dunn interview, but that was just kind of a video package. And then they had a uh, Johnny Gargano video package. That was nothing too major. But then they had Dominic Dijakovic versus Bask in His Glory, Keith Lee, Limitless Keith Lee. Bro. So they put on a five-star match at PWG a few years ago. This was very, very close. This match, there was some rest in it, but they let these big boys do what big boys do. They let Dijak do over-the-top rope planches onto Keith Lee. They let Keith Lee do an avalanche Spanish fly on Dominic Dijakovic. That is 650 freaking pounds of humanity hitting the mat. Why didn't it not break? Well, they've broken the rings before, but they have to be rigged. You know that. I know that. Yeah, but still. All I know is that, you know, local talent, you know, Dijak, man, coming right from Massachusetts. What's the mass, baby? What's the mass? I've met him in person. He is a genuine human being, and he is effing huge. I love when those two guys are in the ring together. Oh, they're so good. What sucks is Dijak got hurt. And this stuff, yeah, this they, stuff should have happened. This a couple match of would have happened back. months back. Well, if, no, they had the one match. Yeah, they had back. the one, but then he got injured. Then he got hurt, so they didn't get to continue it. And, and then now Keith Lee continue. got hurt. Yeah, and then Keith I, again. Keith Lee did a doc match at um at uh, NXT twenty five, which he's awesome. Oh my god! Oh, and the crowd is so over with him. Yeah, they are so. Did you the bask in the glory thing? Yep, he's he is he is awesome. Um. I, I love his theme them. is very good. Everything about him is really good. Yeah, I mean, a guy that size doing a Spanish fly, come on. It's hard for some of the two hundred five guys to do a Spanish fly, let alone yeah a three hundred and eighty pound behemoth. Yeah, I mean, Ali does one. Buddy Murphy does one. Both those guys combined don't weigh as much as Keith Lee. No. Aren't as big as Keith Lee. Yeah, and Keith Lee can do all that stuff. Yeah, he is pound for pound. Imagine a high-flying only match between Keith Lee and uh, Hanson. <laughs> oh, my God. 305 Live, baby. Yeah, 405 Live. 405 Live. But those guys, I mean, Keith Lee, I, I, I love watching Keith Lee. And him and Dijak, they just put on, they put on some hard-hitting matches. You want to talk about, like, some of the stiffest matches that you've probably watched in the last... Let's, let's, let's go 12 calendar months. The two matches with them, both just stiff. Cesaro Black, stiff. Cesaro anybody, stiff. Yeah. I mean, I love what that's the that NJPW style. Yeah, you, the the strong style. Strong style. Let's go a little further back. Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura. Back in NXT. NXT Dallas. Yes, it was the first takeover in a city. Yes, because they had a rival and whatever. And. I mean, you just want to talk about... I think that's what opened up McMahon's eyes to letting some of these guys go a little bit more strong style was just that match. Was Shinsuke. Yeah. that And and off topic, Shinsuke's gotten very watered down recently with, with his strong style approach. But That's why they took away the king of strong style and they've just been con- considering him as the artist. Yes. Because they've been trying to 
water down and get rid of the strong style aspect of him to kind of make him more kid friendly. Well, also to preserve him. Yeah. I mean, because if he keeps wrestling at the way he is, he's got maybe two, three years left. Yeah. I mean, AJ's already said he's only got about two years left and all the money that they've invested in bringing all these talents in. And Shinsuke and AJ are very close in age. Yeah. So, and Shinsuke's abused his body a lot more than AJ has. Oh, yeah, yes. So, that's why I like the angle that they're doing on SmackDown right now with him. Put him up against somebody like The Miz. Yeah. You know, someone who who is very technical, technical, keeps you safe in the ring, is not going to hurt you, um... But has no problem. One of the safest wrestlers, but can still put on a good match. And can and if he has to do a couple of stiff moves, he can. He he not only can he do them, he can he can take them. He he's fought yeah. he's fought everybody under the sun. Yeah. And and I I can't think of any time where someone's left the ring hurt in a match. Injured with Miz, yeah. With Miz, so. But yeah, Keith Lee, Dijak, more in my veins. Yes, please. we need we need more of that. Please. All right, next was going to be a promo by NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler with Marina Schiffer and... Jessamine Duke. Jessamine Duke, that's right. And as soon as she gets ready to talk, hits This Is My Brutality, and Rhea Ripley comes out, former NXT UK Women's Champion, comes out and confronts Shayna Baszler doesn't let her even get a word in edgewise. Rhea Ripley is going to be your next NXT Women's Champion. She is the powerhouse who can take that belt yes, off of. She is. Everybody else who's faced Shayna Rhea Baszler. looks really small. Like she's slender. Yes, but she is. But she is strong style. Broad shouldered. She's powerful. Yes. She is just strong. Not just strong style. She is strong and the matches she's had with tony storm for those nxt uk championship women's championship are absolutely phenomenal tony storm is phenomenal rhea ripley is absolutely incredible yes so yeah rhea ripley absolutely needs that belt from Shayna baszler um there's no other person that can really take Shayna down so it has to be rhea yeah it has to be um she has to be pinned not submitted has to be has to be a pin because you need to keep that mystique of Shayna being the the one to knock people out and to tap people out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you need to you need to get the belt off of Shayna, and Rhea has that that look. You know, we always talk about intro music and the way people walk down to the ring and that look that they have when they walk down to the ring. You know, Rhea has this like rocker look to her, and it she looks like a badass. Mad Max, punk, like it. it it's like when everybody first saw that walk up of Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. Yeah, you know that look, that that song, the way it was all put together. I mean, this. Yeah, because it still had some of the some of the bits from the original song, but they made it more metal. Correct, correct. I mean, there was a the, there's a lot of there was a lot of thought out there about oh, what's gonna happen with Bray Wyatt's new song when he comes out and stuff like that. Who's gonna do it? And everyone knows you that thought it was gonna be Slipknot. I did just because of the fact that um. The mask that Bray Wyatt has—it looks a lot like Slipknot. No, has. it was—it was done by the same place. Oh, really? It, done by the exact same place. And with Slipknot's relationship right now with NX, you know, with WWE, you had the new NXT song is All Out Life. Um, yeah. NXT, the last takeover was um, unsainted. unsainted. So there's obviously a relationship there with Slipknot, and it just kind of made sense. Now, I love the way the I love the way the theme song came out. 
I think it was perfect. And touching back on Rhea, she has that look. She has that 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 gusto. She she's the one to take the belt off of Shayna Baszler. Period. Period. Everybody else has been too small that stepped up to Shayna Baszler. You know, everybody from Mia Yim to Candice LeRae to Io Shirai to Kyrie Sane, who did win a belt from her, but she lost it right back. Um, to um, I'm pretty sure uh, Ember Moon. Ember Moon. Uh, None of them really had they don't not have, like the look, but like you couldn't the believe authority. It you couldn't believe the authority that they'd win it. Yeah, I mean, Mia Yim came out on this last pay per view. And she put on a good match, but she just she just didn't have it. No, Rhea Ripley. Has not it. Ri- yes, Rhea definitely has she it. She has that aura. Yes, definitely. All right. So to finish off NXT, we have Re Dragon winning the tag team championships off of my boys, the Street Profits. Who, um, I mean, people paying attention to Raw noticed they were wearing the belts one week and they weren't wearing them another. So. Unfortunately, it was one of those things that um, I love the Street Profits, but they're on their way to the main roster. Oh yeah, they're way too. They're and way- I don't think they're going to come up as like an. Oops, I just kicked my box. Um, they're not going to be like an after Survivor Series. It's going to be like no in the next three weeks, I'd say. Yeah, take the belts off of Strowman and Rollins and put it on them. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's not going to happen. I'm just saying. Like, Have them dethrone. Uh, Glorious showstoppers. Glorious showstoppers. I like it. I like the that. glorious showstoppers. The glorious showstoppers. The only thing is, Dolph needs to grow a mustache. I don't think he'd ever look good with a beard <laughs> or a mustache or anything. Oh man! Remember when they they made Robert Roode shave his beard and just leave the rust mustache this way? He looked like the ravishing Rick Roode. Yeah, I know they did. Yeah, and it, I hated it, it. And it didn't work. It absolutely it was, was horrid. It was awful. But uh, I don't. Even, I think he had the goatee when it was with beer money. Yeah. But when it was with uh, Bob, Bob. What's his face? Oh my god, what's his beer money's tag team? I don't remember, man. Oh, I don't remember either. Um But yeah, Street Profits are gonna go to main roster. Um maybe they're the ones who take the belt off of uh you know the glorious what'd you call them? Glorious again? showstoppers. Glorious showstoppers. So maybe that's maybe that's what happens with the Street Profits. I think it's a, I think it's a quick move. They've been up there doing the whole commentating thing in the back and Which doing, which is absolutely great with them. But because they've been interacting with legends, they've been interacting with current yep. superstars. They had an interaction with Braun this week. Yep. They don't put anybody with Braun right out of the gate. Yeah, but that Braun thing was kind of weird. Like how they just panned to the side and Braun was right there. It's not like he was. Walking and then to- and then he walked past, and they kind of they were acting in the background like, yeah. "Oh God, oh God, here's Braun Strowman." Um. But yeah. So now that basically sets up, um, war games. So now you've got. Three yeah. belts on the Undisputed Era. You got to get that fourth fourth uh, belt. I'm thinking, I want to say it's going to happen on the first live show. I, I'll put it in quotes, live show. It's still going to be pre-recorded. It's going to happen on that first live show. First weekly show. On yeah, weekly USA show where the main hours. event's going to have to be uh, Dream versus Roddy, and Roddy's going to have to take that belt off of him mm-hmm. to be like the main event, to be able to compete with AEW. Yeah. I, I, your same time slots as AEW. Yeah. Basically, up here in Massachusetts, where two channels are hot, they're you know so thirty five and thirty three, thirty five and thirty three. They're right next to each other. People can just click over real quick. I know everybody hits the last button, but you can actually just see everything happen at the same time. Um, I just think um, the era needs to be draped in gold going into War Games, and then you need to do something big at War Games. They I gotta do. 
You, what if they did something like NXT UK versus NXT? I think Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Yeah, with would Walter be Wolf. Yep. Um, and the other two guys, I'm blanking on who yeah. they are. I just, I just think it's it's the perfect way because you don't have anything established right now with everything going on in NXT. You've got Gargano, who essentially looks like he's moved on from the Cole thing. Yeah, I, it, he has to. He has to. I mean, he he's lost. It, it is what it is. So it's and it's not like he went out with a bad loss. He went out in a blaze of glory with that three falls. Yes, yes, th- that um that fall from the top of the the, the cage. Oh, unbelievable. Marcel Bartel. Bartel. Bartel is one of the other members of Imperium. And Bartel, Wolf, Walter, and um Fabian Fabian Eichner. Yep. That's right. Okay. So because Eichner had been doing stuff on NXT UK yeah. for a while. So I think um, But it's it's no UK guys. They're all Russian guys. German. German. Come on. Give us our respect. Oh, whatever. Come on. But I think um I think that's a... Uh, Isn't Walter Hungarian? Or is Walter German? No, I think he's German, man. I think he's German. You gotta make Anyhow. This up. Anyhow. But anyway, put the, um, keep the NXT um, UK championship on Walter. Yeah. Put the... Uh, tag belts tag on belts. Eichner and Bartel. Yep. And then Wolf is just your... Wolf's uh, just Wolf. Yeah. I mean, they took him out of Sanity, which was awesome. And put him in Imperium, which put, is awesome. Yes, it, it works. I out feel great. like Wolf is such a underutilized, underutilized, but he's really good in factions. Yes, and what happened to the rest of Sanity? I mean, you have that whole Dane is doing the thing with Riddle. Yep, which is again awesome. Um, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross is doing stuff with Alexa. Yep, and, and what happened to Eric Young? Eric Young shaved his doing, head and did some twenty four seven stuff. Yeah, getting beat up and, by. Um, who was the uh, the original other member of Sanity? Because it wasn't always Dane. I don't remember. I it really was somebody don't. else before Damo came in. But either way, I mean, the leader of Sanity is the one who's doing the least. Exactly. I don't know. Well, I think that... I think that wraps it I up. I think that wraps everything up for the very first episode of The Double Doink. Double Doink. With a couple of doinks. Um, I think that episode went really well. Yeah. And, and so, I think... Retrospectively, we had some some information. We had some new stuff that we wanted to talk to, but we're running on a little long, and we don't want to over overrun you guys on your first episode, your first listen. So I think we're gonna hold off, and next week we're gonna definitely talk over WWE UK Cardiff and uh, All Out. All this, Out this coming weekend, we're gonna definitely go over that, and we're gonna have a quick recap of the Raw SmackDown NXT. Just go real quick through those, and then really move on to some new stuff. But I hope you guys have enjoyed this first episode of The Double Doink, and we will see you all later. Thank you.